Welcome to your Career Rescue Podcast, hosted by motivational and experienced career coach, Chris Rickey. Chris delivers years of proven practical career advice and brings his focused horsepower and energy to rescue your career regardless of where you are today. Now, here's Chris. Some time ago, I had a thought to present 35 years worth of career advice in the form of separate one-minute messages. Seemed like a good idea. The idea was that these separate messages would be posted for quick reads. But rather than do all that work, I thought today I would give you about five minutes worth of advice covering five key areas that in my experience are worth taking note of and using in your career day. I actually timed most of these items and they really are around just a minute to listen to. These are pieces of advice you probably aren't thinking about until someone mentions them and then you say, yeah, I get it. So I'm hoping today you'll take away these short but practical tips and find ways to use them in your career journey. So here goes. Number one, what? Ever feel like you're struggling to get your message across to someone at work? You know how especially frustrating it feels when that someone is your boss. Effective communication really comes down to using a structured format where the message receiver can easily get the main point or points that you're conveying, the importance of those points, and most critically, what the receiver is being asked to do with that information. So try the following next time you need to inform your boss of something and need them to take some type of action. Format your discussion in the following structure. What? Succinctly state the main issue that you're talking about. So what? Why is this issue important and to whom? Now, what action do you need the receiver to do and when? Now, you don't need to come off like a robot when you use this technique. And quite frankly, it makes good sense to write your thoughts down in notes in this format. But I bet if you try it, I bet you'll see the fog of confusion lift. What? So what? Now what? Number two, respond, don't react. We've all been conditioned to some degree to feel that an empty inbox is a sign of superior efficiency and productivity. This mindset has caused many of us to instinctively feel a strong need to quickly react and reply to new email. And in doing so, we often fall prey to certain triggers in the inbound message, and we therefore react with a fast response, often based on the perceived intent of the message versus rereading and understanding the true message content. Reconditioning ourselves to respond with a well-written return message as our priority versus speed will greatly improve your overall communication quality and enhance your reputation as a thoughtful, reliable communicator. Remember to respond and really try not to react to the next email you receive. Effective self-assessment. Honest, objective self-assessment is critical to keeping your career journey on track. Yet it's something that very few people will acknowledge they undertake. And if so, usually it's done around performance review time, right? Self-assessment needs to be ongoing, brutally honest, yet with constructive outcomes. A great framework to use is to ask yourself initially the following questions as they relate to your current career journey. What should I keep doing? What are those actions that really seem to be working for you as demonstrated by positive feedback that you're receiving? from areas such as performance reviews, career promotions, or peer feedback. What should I stop doing? 
what actions are you currently taking at objectively not providing positive rewards to your career? What should I start doing? This is where feedback from colleagues, managers, mentors, and frankly, with the objective parties like a career coach, utilizing tools to really align you for your best career success. Ask yourself on a daily basis, what should I keep doing? What should I stop doing? What should I start doing? Honest self-assessment. Building your body of work. Regardless of your career stage, it's vital to your ability to continue to grow in your career that you continue to build your body of work. What's a body of work? Well, you know that collection of skills and experiences you've obtained and usually rely on in your current role. A great place to look for new skills is your current job. Look to make your current job work for you by looking for ways to get more involved in projects. Volunteer to lead an initiative. Actually talk shop with other areas at your workplace or virtually as the case may be. And keep track of the new skills you're acquiring so that you can add those to your body of work for your resume and in interviews. And really, most importantly, let your manager know you want to get more involved. Building your body of work will allow you to gain valuable skills and experience and in many ways will give you that purpose you're looking for in your career. Lastly, I hate my job. It's Monday and you keep hitting snooze. If it's not due to a lack of sleep, it's probably a sign you hate your job. We've all been there and know that I'm the present thought. I hate my job. But the question is, what will you do about it? You really have at least two options, quit or stay and make it work. So I suggest that you fix what you can. There are literally thousands of different reasons you no longer love your job, but that doesn't necessarily mean you need to quit. Make your job work for you. Invest in your professional development. If you're not feeling challenged by the work you're doing, consider taking an online course. Focusing on your own professional development is a clear win-win. It sets you aside and shows it differentiates your skills from the others. Consider starting a side hustle lets you do something you want to do and allows you to make a little bit of money. Both of these things can make you feel better, even if it's just buying time before you finally decide that you must move on. Ask for new projects. If your dissatisfaction is due to a lack of challenging work, you could ask your boss if there's any projects or work that you need. they need help with. If you want to develop new skills or a chance to use those skills, request taking on a project that will allow you to use and develop those skills. Ask to work solo or possibly in a different group. While it may not always be possible, it's worth asking to see if maybe you could work with a different group if you and a coworker just aren't getting along. Today's work environment, the employers tend to extend more flexibility. This may be a way for you to find a way to get extra life from the current job you're in. Ask if you can work a flex schedule or change your schedule. Could it be the hours or the schedule that make you hate your job? With more companies being open to remote or flexible work schedules, this option may be a viable option for you today. You could propose an alternate work arrangement even on a trial basis, perhaps just for the summer, to see how it works. Stay or go the bottom line. If all you can think at work is, I hate my job, your first instinct is going to be to quit. But there are many valid reasons why you may want to stick around and try to salvage the situation. Remember, think first. Make the job you hate work for you. That's it for today. And I hope you found value in these minute messages and you'll be able to incorporate some or all of them into your daily career life. Remember, you can always reach out to me at nvacareercoaching.com. And please look for new episodes of your Career Rescue Podcast. Thank you for listening and have a great career day.